Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Morning Pauline, morning Stuart. Lovely, we're gathering the St Tom's Morning Prayer folk together. That's lovely and uh, I'm really pleased to be with you this morning. And yesterday was a great time of celebration. A flipping wonderful time, you could say, and the, those videos from the St. Thomas community were absolutely wonderful. I loved them. They were so funny. I think the little boy that won, I think, was he your son, Janina? I think he was amazing. I also loved that girl that did a cartwheel holding her frying pan and then flipping the pancake. It was it was pretty incredible. So after that time of great rejoicing and wonderment, we come to the start of Lent. And today is Ash Wednesday, and it marks the start of the observation of Lent. It's a season of self-examination, penitence, self-denial, study and preparation for Easter. And Lent is often described as lasting 40 days, excluding Sundays, which recalls the biblical account of Jesus's temptation in the wilderness. Ashes, as you'll know, are an ancient sign of penitence. And from the Middle Ages onward, it's been accustomed to begin Lent by having the sign of the cross marked on your forehead in ash. Lent is a time of preparation, particularly for those who are about to be baptized at Easter. But the whole Christian community is encouraged to join them in study and self-reflection. And I think that account, which comes from the Church of England's website, because I thought it would be useful to get the, uh, the full account of Ash Wednesday, I think it's really helpful to us this morning and every morning prayer time, because it is a time when we look at ourselves and we think, how, what help do we need to improve? How can Jesus help us to get better today? It's a time when we say sorry for the things that we have done wrong, the thoughts, the wrong thoughts we've had. It's a time of self-denial. That's a challenging one, I think. Um, but it's, it's, do give it some consideration. A time of study and just preparing for that more quieter, solemn reflection on Jesus' death on the cross on Good Friday for us, for each one of us and of course the joyfulness of his resurrection. So a very special time. I'm going to use the Northumbrian order of morning prayer because I really love the way it starts. I also like Lectio 365, but this one I think is, is very special. Sorry, I've got pings in the background. I'm not quite sure what that is, but apologies for that. I've also got grandchildren in the next door enjoying Minecraft. So if you hear the odd strange noise, that's them talking to each other about their strategy. Um, okay, so to start the opening sentences. One thing I have asked of the Lord, this is what I seek. 
that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. And what a beautiful start to this season of Lent, just to reflect for a moment on those words. And morning prayer is such a precious time for pausing and having that time to reflect before we get into the busyness of the day. And the other thing that I find is wonderful about morning prayer is if you have to miss it for any reason, um, you can tune in later. So that's great. So whenever people can find that time just to pause, reflect, they can tune into St. Tom's morning prayer. So here are the calls and responses. <coughs> Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen, Lord of mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen, Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen, Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen. Christ, have mercy. And when we just pause for a moment to think about those words, that's the first commandment that Moses gave us, that we have one God and that we love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our mind and all our strength. Not an easy thing to do especially as fallen human beings. So maybe at Lent, it's an opportunity to reflect on that love that we must have for God. The only person, as the last line says, who can enable that is the Lord Jesus Christ. He gives us the power by his Holy Spirit to love God in the way that we should. We can't do it in our own strength. Good morning, all of those lovely people who are joining me. So, good morning, Kate. Good morning, Sean. Morning, Fran. Morning, Gary. Morning, Ruth and Teresa and Luke and Danny and Sam and Wendy and Judy. Fabulous. What a great crowd of people we have for the start of Lent. That's wonderful. So moving on to the declaration of faith. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life and we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Jesus is the one. He is the one that we know, that we love, that we rely on moment by moment he is with us through every situation and i just pray this morning that the holy spirit will touch our hearts throughout today <coughs> and remind us that jesus is right there next to us holding our hand and that's something to consider when we come in a little while to our time of prayer so do please um, post in the chat anyone that you'd like to pray for this morning I do have a little list um, as well, which I've been asked to pray for certain people, but also others that we're praying for throughout 
um, this period. So moving on then to our Bible readings for today. They're all short, but they're all really interesting and worth pausing for a moment to think about what the Lord is saying to us through these words this morning. The first reading comes from Psalm 63, verse 3 and verse 8. And verse 1 says, O God, you are my God. I earnestly search for you. My soul thirsts for you. My whole body longs for you in this parched and weary land where there is no water. Verse 8. I will cling to you. Your strong right hand holds me securely. Gosh, there was David writing all those thousands of years ago. And he could have been in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> with that, that sort of sense of his earnest seeking of God. He had many trials and tribulations, as we know, in his life. His life was not easy, even when he was recognised and became king of Israel, God's anointed. He had many, many things to contend with, including his own folly, just as we have every day of our lives. There are many things that trouble us. There are many things that get in the way of our trust in the Lord Jesus. And I just pray this morning that we can really feel that thirst for God and that longing for God um, as we go into Lent. The second reading, the Old Testament reading, comes from the Song of Solomon. And it says, it's chapter 7 and verse 11. And here we have a wonderful reflection on what it's like to spend time with Jesus on our own. Come, my love, let us go out to the fields and spend the night among the wild flowers. Wow, isn't that amazing? There was a lovely uh, question in our book and cake on Monday, which is, if you were sitting opposite Jesus and he was looking deeply into your eyes with love, what would you say to him? Now, there's an interesting question for the start of Lent. The first thing that came into my head was, what is it you want me to do? And the second thing that came into my head was just amazement and wonder that this creator of the universe could love even me. And I think that's something definitely to take with us into Lent. Uh, one of my mother, who was not a Christian, and I pray that she found the Lord before she died, um, she certainly had heard the gospel. Her favourite hymn, and this was so ironic because she was very, um, well, she was slightly sarcastic about anyone, religious as she called it, for a number of reasons, but her favourite hymn was In the Garden, which is one of the Moody and Sankey hymns. And I, if you know it, it's, it has really beautiful words. If you don't, um, then do look it up. It, I think if I can remember it, it goes something like this. I come to the garden alone, 
and the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses and he walks with me and he talks with me and he tells me I am his own and the joy we share as we tarry there no other has ever known and it's beautiful and I was always amazed that she loved that, that hymn and yet she could be really difficult about Christian things so there we are God knows where she is now and praise God that he has her in his arms somewhere <coughs> now our New Testament reading is Luke chapter 9 and verse 10 when the apostles returned and this is just after Jesus had sent them out to heal the sick preach the good news and cast out demons they told Jesus everything they had done then he slipped quietly away with them toward the town of Bethsaida but the crowds follow him and I think again that's a wonderful reading for the beginning of Lent because we're very busy we're always rushing around doing what hopefully what Jesus has asked us to do but doing all sorts of work related stuff as we have to um, and that reading says that after all that busyness Jesus slipped away quietly however the crowd still followed him so let's take the opportunity this Lent to slip away quietly maybe to take part in deeper which has been a great Bible exposition by Danny and a great opportunity to look at those last chapters of Revelation still ongoing please join us on a Sunday at seven o'clock and also join us for book and cake why not on a Monday a time to really slip away and spend some time in prayer and in reading our meditation for today as well is interesting and I think links to the time of Lent why is there so little anxiety to get time to pray it is the want of these solitary hours that not only injures our own growth in grace but makes us such unprofitable members of the Church of Christ and that renders our lives useless it is not in society even Christian society that the soul grows most rapidly and vigorously in one single quiet hour of prayer it will often make more progress <coughs> than in days of company with others it is in the desert that dew falls freshest and the air is purest so with the soul it is when none but God is nigh when his presence alone like the desert air in which there is mingled no noxious breath of man surrounds and pervades the soul it is then that the eye gets the clearest simplest view of eternal certainties it is then that the soul gathers in wondrous refreshment and power and energy and so it is also in this way that we become truly useful to others it is when coming out of fresh communion or communication with God <coughs> that we go forth to do his work successfully 
and that was by Horatius Bonner, a great Christian writer and a man of great faith. So we're now going into our time of prayer for others, and I know that much has already been posted in the chat, and I'd just like to us all to pray together, and thank you for those that have already been praying for little Noah, and he's been having such a rough time, and we praise the Lord Jesus that he knows exactly what Noah is going through and let's just pray for him right now. Gary's just posted that Noah is having his scan at this very moment. So Lord Jesus we thank you for your servants. Noah, his parents Louis and Naomi and their other children. We thank you Lord Jesus that they are seeking to serve you faithfully. We thank you for their trust in you. We thank you for their faith. Lord Jesus, we know you love this family and you want them to be well and whole. We thank you that you are able to reach out your hand and touch and that person will raise, be raised from their sick bed. You did it many times on earth. And we praise you that you've done it many times since then through your apostles and others who have faith in you. We praise you, Jesus, for being so close to Noah at this very moment. Bless him, fill him with your Holy Spirit, with real joy and real peace. And we praise you for healing his sickness. Jesus, we thank you just like that little girl who was like, who they said was dead when you went into the room, that you will hold her hand, hold Noah's hand and lift him up. Just praise you, Jesus, that you are able. And we praise you for the prayers of many people who are lifting Noah to you right now. In Jesus' name, amen. And Lord, we thank you too, um, and we thank you, thank you, Leslie, for your prayers as well. Lord Jesus, we want to pray for Stuart's sister Anne, who's recovering from her fall and the fractured eye socket. Lord Jesus, we lift her to you. Lord, so many of your people are suffering at the moment, either through coronavirus or through accidents or through surgery or through many things Lord Jesus you know the suffering that your people have we praise you that your yoke is easy and your burden is light and we lift each one of these people including Anne to you right now and pray for your blessing and healing for her we also want to pray for Katrina, who is, uh, has got her next appointment for the second biopsy. We just praise you and glorify your name that you've made sure that the result of the first was completely clear. We thank you for that. And we pray that the result of the second will be completely clear as well. And we ask this, these things in Jesus' name. 
and we praise you for your goodness, Lord. And Dan has reminded us and to pray throughout today for little Noah. It's a good start to Lent, isn't it? To pray for somebody that we know and love um, and we know is having that really tough time. <coughs> and for those of you who feel led to fast, please do this, but fast with prayer and with a joyful face. There are some other people that I'd really like to bring to the Lord Jesus today as well with you. One is Martin, and just to praise God for his recovery and to pray that all of those horrible toxins will leave his body and that his mind and his spirit will be refreshed by the Holy Spirit too um, and that he will feel real joy in his heart and that he will want to sing to you this morning, Lord Jesus. And we just thank you for healing him completely. Lord Jesus, I'd like to lift to you today a friend of mine called Anita, who has been your faithful servant for many years, but she feels that she's lost her way. Lord God, you are able to bring people completely back to you. We pray that you will do this for Anita. Let's also pray for the Alpha group, and I just would like to bring them um, to you in name so you can join me in praying for them. Lord Jesus, please bless Christina, open her eyes to the truth of the gospel, and take away her uncertainties and her doubts. Bless Jenny as she draws closer to you and is seeking evidence to support the fact that you love her and that you died for her and we pray for Robert who has so many difficulties with alcohol and depression and feels that Alpha is going to be something that really <coughs> brings him through and that there's something special that he will come to know through doing Alpha which of course is you and we praise you Lord Jesus for the power of your spirit in drawing people to the beauty of Jesus. We pray also for Samantha, who has many family difficulties, and pray that you'll bless her and bring resolution for her. Lord Jesus, we pray for Helen Hobbs's friend, Bex, that she shared with us at Book and Cake on Monday. We pray that you will take the pain from her and give her joy instead of a spirit of heaviness the spirit of rejoicing and we pray for all of the work of St Thomas Church for the congregation and for those that every uh, opportunity where there is outreach that those people will see the beauty of the Lord Jesus in your people at St Thomas and we thank you Jesus that this time of Lent will be a great time of planting of seeds in the hearts of those around us and there will be opportunities to share the gospel with others and we ask all these things in the name of Jesus and I'm just now going to read the canticle which is another beautiful reminder of Jesus with us today all around us 
in everything that we do. We just need to give it to him. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me. Christ over me. Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks to me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me, on my left and my right. And the blessing, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. And we just thank you, Lord Jesus, for being with us today. Thank you for being with all of those that we've lifted to you today. Thank you for the power of the prayers of your people. Thank you for answering those prayers. When two or three are gathered together, you are there with them. And when two or three are agreed on earth, it is done in heaven. And we thank you, Jesus, for those promises. And we thank you for answered prayer today. For your name's sake and your glory. And thank you all so much for joining everyone in morning prayer this morning. And thank you to all of those who will be joining later in the day. Just be uplifted and go out rejoicing in Jesus. He loves you and he wants you to know his presence with you today. Thanks very much indeed. See you all uh, tomorrow. Bye for now.